All right, Fritz Bergen, bloodandfaith.com. I wanted to talk about what I'm doing with uh, the Bible recordings. I, I've almost completed recording the minor prophets, and they're for your benefit, they're for your enjoyment. Uh, I, there was a time in my life when I, I spent a lot of time listening to Bible tapes as I drove around, commuted, uh, did whatever it was that I was doing, because uh, it, it's good for you. It, it's, it's not a substitute for reading the Bible and studying the Bible, but man, it's a great way just to get the Word in you. So I'm offering that up uh, no additional cost. How about that? I don't charge for anything, or, nor do I take donations out here. A couple of themes, though, about the uh, minor prophets. One is it's the judgment of God. People have to understand the judgment of God and the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord is not you know when He comes again. It's the day of judgment in time in history on earth to real people in real nations. If you go and read through all the prophets, there's judgment against many different nations, not just the nation of Israel and not just Judah, but against all the empires and all the nations. There's massive amounts of judgment. And it's, it's war, death, famine, plague, disease, starvation, invasion, exile. It's, it's horrible stuff. It's bad stuff. And this is... This is the norm in the Holy Scriptures. Uh, this, is what, this is what happens to nations that go astray from the Ten Commandments. People say, oh, the Ten Commandments are no big deal. No, they are. That's the big deal. That is the big deal. Ten Commandments are the big deal. And the First Commandment points directly to Jesus Christ. And I would be remiss if I did not tell you that it is my opinion that the whirlwind of justice is swirling. That the winds of judgment are blowing hard. I'd be remiss in not telling you that. That's, my, that's what I think. That's my opinion on the matter. Uh, I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. I, I wouldn't bother saying it if I thought I was wrong. I, and I'm certainly not one of these people that said, don't worry about it, Jesus is coming tomorrow and you're going to get raptured. I'm the complete opposite of that. Absolutely the complete opposite of that. You're going to live through this, or you're going to die through this. But you're not getting raptured out of it. Your personal rapture will happen on the day you drop dead. That's the way it works. I'd encourage people to prepare. Prepare your mind, prepare your body, prepare your soul most of all. If you were to die tomorrow, how, how do things stack up for you? There's a judge, there's a judge of all mankind, his name is Jesus Christ. There is no other judge, it's Jesus Christ is the judge. He's the judge of the Jews. He's not even the accuser of the Jews, he's the judge of the Jews, individually and collectively. You know who's going to accuse those who call themselves Jews on the judgment day? Moses, Moses is going to accuse them. Jesus, that's what Jesus Christ said. He told the Pharisees, he says, look, I'm not even the one that's going to accuse you on the judgment day. It'll be Moses that accuses you. He was not very happy. There's a lot of enmity between Jesus Christ and the teachers of the Talmud. Deep-seated enmity, even unto death. He warned them. He said, hey, y'all are going to hell. I told them to their face, y'all are going to hell. You hypocrites, you brood of vipers, how shall you escape the sentence of hell? Matthew 23, 15. It's not the only place. And over and over and over again in the, in, the, in the Gospels, you see the Jews plotting to murder Jesus Christ. 
the Pharisees, the chief priests, the Talmud teachers, the leaders of that wicked nation. Now, speaking of a wicked nation, if you, as you read through the Minor Prophets, I, I promise you I'll be talking about this, many, many references to harlots and harlotry and the harlot, over and over and over again. Uh, it, it, it's inescapable. And I've always said that the way you interpret Holy Scripture is by Holy Scripture. And if you want to know about the harlot, the whore of Babylon, in the book of Revelation, you got to know about the harlot in the rest of the Scriptures. Absolutely, unquestionably refers to those that God had called that went, that went wayward, that went wayward. He says, you're, you're a harlot. You've earned a harlot's wages. I saved you. I rescued you. And you you're running off with these other lovers. You're the, you're the harlot. And I think that applies to more than, you know, it, it, the, classically, uh, it, Protestant Reformation, it was the Roman Catholic Church, without a doubt, absolutely without a doubt. Uh, it's no doubt in my mind that this current pope is, is, is part of that. But there's also no doubt in my mind that uh, if you read, you know, I don't think that's the only only one that, that it can include. I, I think the Horror of Babylon it includes uh, certainly Christians that have gone their own way, and I don't just mean because you still can't get over your little cigarette problem. That's not that, that ain't it. It's a church that institutionally has abandoned Jesus Christ in order to be friends with the world. And the Almighty warns the church, come out of her midst, man. Come out of that harlot. Come out of Babylon. Stop trying to be friends with the world. Be loved by the world. Harlot wants to be loved by everybody. If you make yourself friends with the world, you become at enmity with God, which goes back to Genesis 3.15. So the theme of the Minor Prophets, there's, there's, it's a great deal of judgment because people went astray. And they're frequently referred to as a harlot. They're called. They're supposed to be the, the right one, but they went their own way. And from there, I'm going to segue into conversation about whites and the white race, white men. I, I, I'm, I, I will bet every last dime that I own in a couple generations, people are going to look back and say, what a bunch of cowardly idiots you were, you white men. Why did you ever submit to the, the, the self-hatred, the self-rejection, the self-loathing? Why did you ever believe that stuff? And I'm praying that our eyes are opened. And, and, and I think the main reason is we've turned away from Jesus Christ as a race as a race, we've turned away from Jesus Christ. And the church has played a role in that, unfortunately, as the church has tried to position itself to be a friend of the world. It has not upheld the identity of Jesus Christ. And it won't say what Jesus Christ will say because they want to be friends with the world. But the more this hatred, this demonic supernatural hatred manifests itself against the white race. I really believe, maybe it's hopeful thinking, that we're going to wake up. And I think it's beginning to happen. Of course, that makes uh, the synagogue of Satan very nervous. 
That's why they don't like us right there. Got no other reason. It's because historically we're, we are Christendom. Historically we are Christendom. We are the people of God historically for the last 2,000 years. Europeans made Jesus Christ their monarch. That's why those who call themselves Jews hate the white race. In a nutshell, that's it. And that's where it comes from. They're the hands and feet of Satan. They're the synagogue of Satan. And I don't think you're going to really save yourselves unless you come to that recognition. And when we return to Jesus Christ as a race, as a race, I think there's going to be a righteous anchor rising up and say, what was wrong with this? Why did we put up with this stuff? Why did we send our kids to schools that uh, teach LGBTQ? And who teaches LGBTQ? Who's pushing LGBTQ? Other than, I mean, why would it not be the synagogue of Satan? Of course it is. Why would it not be the children of the devil? Why would it not be those whom Jesus Christ looked at? And he says, you of your, of your father the devil. Of course it is. But the church has been deceived. It's had some false prophets that are out there calling a people who rejects Jesus Christ, God's chosen. I mean, utter, utter lies on the, right on the face of it. Right on the face of it, they're lies. A people that fits the definition of Antichrist. He who rejects the Father and the Son. He who denies that the Christ has already come in the flesh. That's 2 John verse 7. Those are liars. Those people are liars. Now, let's get into another little section that I want to talk about. Some of you are going to say, oh, yes, but there's some good Jews, or some good people, or not all people are bad. Or You know, you've got to take it individual by individual. I reject that idea. And I think I have a pretty good theological foundation to reject it. Both Jesus Christ and Stephen told those people, the Jews, you've proven yourselves to be the sons of those who killed the prophets. They both said this. They said, look, y'all are proven that you're indeed, you are the sons of those who killed the prophets. And when the Jews said uh, at the crucifixion of Jesus Christ before Pilate, they said, hey, uh, his blood be upon us and our children. And then later on, you know, it's just a few days later, they start complaining, oh, you're trying to bring his blood on us. Well, you just asked for it. You just said it. You go read the, in the book of Acts, and, and uh, <laughs> there's one people that the apostles consistently blame for the murder of Jesus Christ. The book of Acts calls them Jews. And you say, well, what's a real Jew? I've, I've, I've dabbled in that. I think I've written on that at bloodandfaith.com. Not going to get into it today. But I will say, if you read all the prophets, look, judgment is corporate. There's a corporate judgment by God against different nations. And the innocent will suffer along the guilty. Look, read the story of Jeremiah. Jeremiah suffered. He spent some time in that, that miry pit. He suffered. Was he a good man? Yeah, he was a good man. When, when judgment comes, the innocent die too. 
Little kids die. Little kids get killed. I mean, go read the minor prophets. Go read the major prophets. God's very clear what's going to happen. He said, look, even your women will be have their babies ripped from the wombs and dashed against the rocks. Oh, that's terrible. Judgment of God is not just against you as an individual because you've got your sins going on. Although that's true for all of us too. But judgment is also corporate. It's against the entire nation or race or both. How does that apply to the United States? Well, it should be pretty obvious. There's no such thing as neutrality. We're either going to be a Christian nation or we're going to serve Satan. Right now, it seems like we're serving Satan. And the church is just like, eh, oh well. I, I'll, I'll be fine. I'm going to get raptured out of here. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the church and the pastors are going to suffer along with everybody else. And, and, and you know, I'm praying that as God's judgment unfolds, and it already is unfolding now, and it's just going to get worse. It seems to be getting worse at an increasing pace. And no, this is not the end of the world. This is not the end of history. That's not, you know, that's not what I talk about. I think we're going to say, we're going to, if, if we're smart, we're going to go through this. We're going to go, oh my God, how stupid were we? And there should be anger in our souls as a white race, as a white race, anger at ourselves and our ancestors for abandoning Jesus Christ and for letting the synagogue of Satan have too much influence in society and to push us away from a Christian nation. Oh, you can't impose your religion on a country. Well, if you can impose LGBTQ on sixth graders, you're dang right I can impose the Ten Commandments on sixth graders. I don't want to hear about it. And I think at a certain point, the white race, oh, you can't talk about the race, you should just talk about individuals. Oh, really? But the seed of the serpent and the synagogue of, of Satan and, and the Frankfurt School, they can demonize the white race all they want, but I can't stand and, and protect and defend the white race? Sorry, I don't live by the rules of the synagogue of Satan. I don't, I don't listen to them. I think the white race is going to wake up. And so what were we doing? Why did we kowtow to these people? Why did we believe this nonsense? Why did we believe this garbage? And, and I hope there's a righteous anger and say, you know what? We're, we're whole hog. We're, you know, we, we will be against them just as we are against, they are against us. Remember, the enmity is forever. The enmity comes in through Genesis 3.15. Jesus Christ put the enmity between his seed and Satan's seed. You don't, there's no choice in the matter. There's no getting along. The only, the only compromise that happens is when the church and the people of God give in to the evil one, thinking that they're going to be friends. And they're not. It only leads to destruction. It'll, leads, it'll lead to the destruction of the white race. That's the track we're on. I'm not going to stand for that. I'm not. And people say, oh, you know, you're just overreacting. You say what you want. I'm, I'm calling it like I see it. There's a demonic hatred against the white race. Why? Because the white race decided to serve Jesus Christ for the last 2,000 years. The white race converted. All of Europe converted to Jesus Christ. And then there's been the great falling away.
I think that great falling away started back, I don't know, around the French Revolution. Certainly saw that in France at Notre Dame, turned it into the Temple of Reason. I think that cancer's been eating away, and you've got the, you know, the Marxists. We got to Frankfurt School. You've got, I mean, uh, look, it, it, if you want to know who the enemy is, you read the Bible, right? What does the Bible say? Well, Satan's our enemy. We war against principalities and powers. And Jesus Christ also said, hey, there's the children of the devil out there. There's the children of Satan himself out there. They were the enemies of Jesus Christ. How come they're not your enemies, church? Why? Why? Are you better than Jesus Christ? Are you more righteous than Jesus Christ? If Jesus Christ comes out, hey, there's a synagogue, it's, it's Satan's synagogue, and the people that go to Satan's synagogue, they call themselves Jews, but they're really not, they're liars. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom word from Jesus Christ. And the white race, they won't, they won't listen to that. The church won't listen to that. The church preaches something else entirely. They preach, the church preaches contrary to what Jesus Christ preached. The church is absolutely contradicting Jesus Christ when it comes to those who call themselves Jews in this day and age. Absolutely contradicting Jesus Christ. John 8, 44, Revelation 2, 9, Revelation 3, 9, 1 Thessalonians 2, 14 and 15. Paul, a former Jew who repented of being a Jew, converted to Jesus Christ. He said, hey, the enemies of mankind are the Jews. 1 Thessalonians 2, 15. That's what he said. He said they're hostile to all of mankind. That's what the Holy Scriptures say. The eternal Word of God says. And the church preaches against what Jesus Christ taught. The church preaches against what the Holy Scriptures teach. The United States is not getting out of the judgment. Not getting out of the judgment. Y'all ain't going to be raptured out of this stuff. A lot of us aren't going to make it through. As this judgment comes nigh upon us... You know, I, maybe I'm wrong. I'm just telling you what I see, what I think. Read the Holy Scriptures. If a nation doesn't obey the Ten Commandments, they're destroyed. Deuteronomy 28. So you read through the Minor Prophets. It's appropriate if the pastors warn people the same way these Minor Prophets did. And say, hey, look... <laughs> The gig's up. The time is now. Prepare your soul. Prepare your mind. Prepare your body. You ain't getting out of it. And don't be disappointed when bad times come. I know. I know. I get disappointed when bad times come. And we all do. And we all got to go through it. But let us not be surprised. Fritz Bergen, bloodandfaith.com.